Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. We are live. The 2023 NFL regular season schedule is underway, and we're that much closer to Pittsburgh Steelers football. Good evening. I'm Mark Bergen, joined as always by my guy, number 24 Pittsburgh Steelers scout, Ike Taylor, IT. I am fired up. We've got the dates on the calendar. I can't wait to go through the schedule here with you. Yeah, the season here. I mean, you might as well say the season here. We already got the dates, and it's like a whole uh, new chapter when it comes down to the NFL, man. A lot of it, a lot of people have been getting tickets. They're talking about the dates they're going. They're talking about the plans they're making for certain games. I've been at a cigar lounge, Mark, and that's all these old heads been talking about, man. When they're getting their plane ticket, when they're getting their bus ticket, and where they're sitting at at these games and tailgating. And you can see the full schedule on your screen right now, Ike. And before we go game by game, just looking at this on the whole, we were talking a little bit before the recording, playing twice on Thursday night, once on Monday night football, once on Sunday night football. Got a Saturday game in there as well. Uh, an early bye week too in week six as well. Uh, but this is just, you know, looking at the schedule as a whole, you can see that on your screen right now, Ike. Uh, first opener as well since uh, 2014 at home. It was the final season you played, Ike. Yeah. Uh, just looking at the schedule, Mark, like, I mean, this is exactly what the Pittsburgh Steelers needed. Uh, you got second-year Kenny Pickett. Um, we all know how I feel about Kenny Pickett. I feel like Kenny Pickett is going to take, take it to the next level in his sophomore year, looking at the schedule. Um, I'm liking what I'm saying. What I mean by that is, Mark, you don't want nothing easy. And looking at the schedule starting off for the Pittsburgh Steelers, ain't nothing easy about it. You know, you starting off with some guys um, who I think play with the kind of intensity we play like on the defense side of San Fran. You know, I'm a, I'm a huge fan of San Fran and their defense. And, of course, I'm a bigger fan of Pittsburgh and their defense. So, it's just going to be a telltale. You know, you got the mm-hmm. sophomore year as well and Brock Purdy. I mean, we, let's not deny before Brock Purdy got hurt. Mark, he was 7-0 at some point in time before, before he hurt his elbow. Mm-hmm. And towards the end of the season, Mark, nobody was playing better than Kenny Pickett. Yeah, Ike, let's get right into this. Before we go game by game, I want to tell our listeners and viewers about our presenting sponsor, and that's betonline.ag. They'll take care of all of your gambling needs all season long. So if you want to bet on the Steelers or any other NFL team, betonline.ag is the place to do it. 365, 24-7, regardless on what sport it is, what time of the day, make sure y'all go to betonline.ag. All right, so week one, this is Sunday, September the 10th, at home at Akershire Stadium against the 49ers. I I don't know if Brock Purdy is going to be back and healthy. Remember, the 49ers also have Trey Lance. They also bring in Sam Darnold. Not knowing the health status of Brock Purdy, I know this was a team that went to the NFC Championship game. If Purdy doesn't play, I like the Steelers, and I'm going to take the Steelers at home in the opener. I mean, just coming from what? Uh, GM, former Hall of Fame, not former Hall of Fame, Hall of Famer, John Lynch said he, it's, it's Brock Purdy's job to lose. And right now, uh, regardless on what round you got Trey Lance in, man, that's just Brock Purdy's job. I mean, you, it's hard It's hard to not let a guy who started, you know, seven, eight games and won seven out those eight games, had the opportunity if he didn't hurt his elbow in that playoff game. You just never know. And the team rallied around him. So, um, that's what I like about football, man. It don't really matter what round you go in, Mark. 
if a guy's one of them guys and that locker room is rallying around him, you just got to ride that wave with him. And that's exactly what they did. On the flip side for the Pittsburgh Steelers, it's the same thing as Brock Purdy. You know, um, Kenny Pickett, he's going into his second year, his sophomore year. In the last six, seven games, nobody played better other than Brock Purdy and Patrick Mahomes in the NFL, than them three guys. So it's going to be exciting to see. You know, gain 13 pounds in the offseason. I'm talking about Kenny Pickett. Um, just getting a relationship with all his weapons. You add Allen Robinson, then you go get a, then you go get you another uh, guard to to go along with that picket fence on the offensive line. Then you got guys you acquire from Philly um, for the offensive line. So I mean, this offseason really doing this drive. They they doing exactly what they needed to do. They as in we the Pittsburgh Steelers. So it's gonna be exciting on that first game in my mind, Mark. Yeah, you mentioned Kenny Pickett. I, I said this on our last show. He's got tree trunks for legs. He did not yeah. skip leg day this offseason. At all. At and, all. Yeah. Are, are you able to go game by game, Ike? I don't want to get you in trouble as part of your scouting studies. Do you want me to make the picks, or are you able to do that? Ike? Yeah, you definitely you, you definitely got to make the picks. I'll, okay. my little, I'll put my little two cents there. All right. But- all right. I got the Steelers at home in the opener. I feel good about this. And again, this is stemming on, I don't know if Brock Purdy's going to play or not. So mm-hmm. this was a much different team with him at the quarterback right. position. I'll take the Steelers at home, not knowing Purdy's status for week one. And we'll keep this thing rolling here. I okay. week two, Monday night football. Monday I cannot night. wait for this one. Ike against your ASC North opponent in the Browns. I say opponent, not rival. Like I say that out of respect for you as well. Thank you. I appreciate you. Really, it's as simple as this. On the offensive side of the ball, you got to stop Nick Chubb. Defensive side of the ball, you got to slow down Miles Garrett. That's the key to me. At home, I'm going to take the Steelers in prime time. Mike Tomlin plays well in prime time. I'm going to take the Steelers yet again at home against the Browns. Yeah, with the first divisional game, Mark, you want to start out the blocks hot. You don't want to fall behind. So I'm sure the Pittsburgh Steelers are going to be looking at this like, man, let's go out on and get this uh, – get this party started. Let's start off on a good foot. I like our roster. Um, and I'm just talking as I'm Coach Tomlin. I like our roster. Um, I like how we build our roster. Uh, we're going to see what we can do against the against the Cleveland Browns. And we're just going to open the playbook for, for Kenny Pickett and see what he can do. So that's just my thoughts on being the first divisional opponent. You always want to win your divisional games. But it's always hard because you see them twice a year, Mark. But um, it's going to be a good start because it's their second game over you, I feel like, with the Pittsburgh Steelers and the Cleveland Browns. All right, so I got the Steelers starting out 2-0, and and because this is a live show, Ike, we can bring in viewer comments. Stephen Carpenter okay. saying, here we go, Steelers. Stephen, yes, thank sir. you for, for tuning in. If you guys have questions throughout this broadcast, we'll weave those in throughout the discussion as we continue on going game by game. Let's get to week three, Ike. Sunday, Steelers at Raiders, and this is where I've got the Steelers losing their first game. Jimmy G and the Raiders – I think the Raiders are going to get some redemption uh, from last season where it was late in the year, Steelers, 50th anniversary of the Immaculate Reception. I think the Raiders get the best of the Steelers in week three. So I've got the Steelers starting out two and one here, and I got the Raiders getting some redemption from last season's game. Um, I mean, Mark, it's just for, for some reason, even when I played, regardless on what the Raiders' uh, record was, it was just always tough beating them boys. I don't know what it was, but it was just, I don't know if it was a dark cloud over our head, but every time I played them, um, I think I came up on, I think I had a losing record against the Ravens when I played, to be honest with you. So time will tell. We'll see what Jimmy G going to do with his new head coach. But uh, 
Yeah, I respect I respect how you feel. I just know in my past era playing against the Raiders, it wasn't too good on my side. Yeah, a great, great rivalry historically between Correct. the two franchises. Week four, the Steelers travel to Houston, take on the Texans. I think it'll be C.J. Stroud under center, the rookie, the number two overall pick. Ike, I think I'm going to take the Steelers considering the Texans had the second worst record. They very nearly had the worst record, if not for a Davis Mills heave in the final week of the 2022 regular season. If the Steelers are serious about being a playoff team, you got a TCB, and that's take care of business in week four on the road. I will say this, though, too, with this Texans team, Ike. Maybe not this season, but give D'Amico Ryan's time as a first-year head coach. He's going to bring an attitude and a swagger, and he's going to have the Texans defense flying around the football field. It might not be the 2023 season, but when you have a good defensive coach, Ike, and you've got guys flying to the football, it's like playing against a defense that has 15 defenders on the field, not just 11. I do have the Steelers taking care of business on the road in week four, though. Well, you got to look at it from a quarter standpoint, Mark, how I always looked at it. Every four games, now it's five because it's a 17-game season. Um, you got to look at how you want to do. You can go three and one in four games, and that's exactly how you want to kick off your season. Another way I look at it, too, Mark, is it's another AFC game. So we just did three AFC games in a row. You did the Raiders, you did the Cleveland Browns, and now you're doing the Texans. All that come into a factor towards the end of the season. So you always want to uh, at least win your division, but at the same time, when it comes down to AFC opponents, you want to start off hot because that carries over later on down the line throughout the season. All right, Ike, week five against the Baltimore Ravens. Always tough against the Steelers' main rival, but Pittsburgh plays Lamar Jackson about as well as any team. The Steelers are three and two against Lamar Jackson. He'll have some new weapons in the 2023 season. So OBJ's coming. Nelson Aguilar in the draft, they select Zay Flowers, a first rounder. So Jackson will have some new weapons to throw to. I think it's going to take time for him to develop a rapport. The Steelers at home. Got Pittsburgh starting out four and one. I do think that this will be a split, though, Ike, because it's awfully tough to beat both the Ravens and the Bengals consistently year in, year out in this division. Well, you know how we look at the Ravens. We look at the Ravens like, I don't know if people from down south, but we don't say cousins, we say kinfolk. So we just say, we just look at the Ravens like our kinfolk. And ain't just, that's just another terminology of our cousin. You, you just down there looking at yourself in the mirror. It's the same recipe, it's the same blueprint. Have a good running game, play smash mouth football on defense, and you know, make sure the quarterback don't turn the ball over, make some plays by the quarterback. But by the end of the day, man, the rivalry between the Pittsburgh Steelers and the Ravens just has been unprecedented. When you want to talk about smash mouth football, from when I played till now, when you get done playing the Ravens, if you're playing on a, on a, on a Sunday, Wednesday, you just getting your body back. And that's just the mentality <laughs> on what it is. So um, it's a mutual respect. It's an understanding like, that we dislike each other once we're in between the white lines. But as far as like how the organization is ran, as far as like how you draft guys to fit your personality, you're just looking at your kinfolk. That's all you're doing. Ike, you lived it playing 12 years in your career. If you had to play this, the Ravens on every Sunday, what do you think that number would have been? You lasted 12 years. Do you think it was, how much shorter would it have been just given 18, the physicality? 18 years. That was right, right up my alley. 
<laughs> okay. that, was, that was right. Yeah, that was right. Hey, that Mark, that was right up our alley. How, the mentality, that locker room, the draft prospects when you enter into the South Side on Pittsburgh coming mm-hmm. off of Carson Street to that facility. Once you saw if it was Ravens week every week, I would have played 18 years, Mark. Ike, I love you for that. You're the absolute best. That's a tremendous answer. Week six, we've got a bye week. So seeing where the Steelers are at after the first five weeks, I have them at four and one. If they're at three and two, four and one, Ike, I think they're sitting pretty. And this was something that we mentioned off the top of the show where you're saying the Steelers bye week comes early. The Steelers do have two Thursday night games. So it's almost like mini buys in other parts of the season, Ike. So just looking at the schedule, this was a concern of mine where it's like this bye week is too soon. Let's get it later on to get guys healthy. When you have the Thursday night games mixed in there. It's like a buy. Exactly. Exactly. So to be honest with you, with this bye week, that's I mean, it's three bye weeks if you look at it. If you got two Thursday night games, so you know technically you're getting three bye weeks. You don't get the full bye weeks when you do have the Thursday night games, but you get a weekend and he'll see you on Tuesday or Wednesday, depending on if you're injured or not. So it's good with this 17 game stretch, especially when you got them Thursday games. But hopefully by then, and we all know who do this when he's scoring touchdowns. That's George Pickens, aka Alien. He'll be doing a lot of that by week six. All right, Ike. We got another viewer comment from this and that from Pennsylvania. Why do we hate the Ravens? Because they are the Browns. That is fantastic. Thank you for weighing in. And uh, as people watch this live stream, Mike, it's fun to incorporate Mm -hmm. our listeners and viewers into our discussion tonight. Yeah, why do we hate the Ravens? Ravens, I mean, it's just a mutual respect. That's all that is. Um, From a fan perspective, I get how fans feel. But from a a former athlete perspective, Mm -hmm. when you step between them white lines and you understand that same organization have the same mentality as you, not as long as you have had it, because obviously the Pittsburgh Steelers had were pioneers and they laid down the blueprint on how football should be played. But you just got to give honor. You just got to give honor when honor is due. Uh, that roster mm-hmm. that Ozzie Smith, the Hall of Fame Ozzie Smith, the former GM that he produced um, from the time he stepped in until he stepped out, you can't knock the man by winning Super Bowl and historically having good defenses as well. Ike, I love the mutual respect, and it brings out the best in you as a player and as an athlete as well. Uh, But we will keep this rolling. In week seven, the Steelers uh, continue on, and they'll go out to L.A. SoFi Stadium to take on the Rams. I would expect the Steelers to take care of business here, but I really don't know what what to expect from the Rams because they don't make the playoffs after winning the Super Bowl. Uh, I'd expect Matthew Stafford to be back healthy. I guess I'll take the Steelers, given how bad the Rams were. And the Rams have had a lot of players leave. Uh, Bobby Wagner won't be there. Jalen Ramsey's got a new team. You still do have a core of Matthew Stafford, Cooper Cup, Aaron Donald on the defensive side of the ball. But again, if the Steelers are legitimate, I actually do expect them to take care of business, even though this is a road matchup. I'll take them to, to beat the Rams here in week seven. Yeah, this is gonna be an old Aaron Donald versus Cam Haywood kind of game, Ooh. And, and that's just that's just my personal opinion. In my mind, two first ballot Hall of Famers, from the time they stepped into the NFL to the time they're gonna leave, all they did was show us how football is supposed to be played. All they did is make a name for themselves, and you usually don't hear that when you want to talk about defense alignment. So 
this going to be my mind. This going to be the battle between Cam and Aaron Donald. Yeah. So I've got the Steelers starting out five in one week eight, uh, Sunday, October the 29th Steelers hosting the Jaguars. I maybe I'm high on the Jaguars sunshine, Trevor Lawrence. I think this is going to be a team in the Jags. That's going to surprise a lot of people in the 2023 season and an AFC South division. That's a little bit weaker as well. I will take the Jags to beat the Steelers at home. I've got the Steelers having their second loss of the season in week eight. Hey, Mark, this, when I play, we call them the down South Steelers. When Fred T, Maurice Jones, Drew, mm. um, LeBrandon Tofield, uh, Greg Jones, that was their backfield. We ain't even talking about their receivers. We just talking about a stable of runners who can run over you, run past you, and shake you at the same time. So you already knew. <sighs> Uh, when you played the, the down south Jacksonville Jaguars, when I played, it was going to be 70 rushes, 15 passes. <laughs> that's exactly what it was going to be. And that's exactly what they're getting back to. It's just a new generation of running backs now coming out the backfield and they're able to catch the ball. But if you watch the second half of the Jacksonville Jaguars, all they do is play physical on defense as well. So it just reminds me where they're getting back to when we played. And we call them the down south Pittsburgh Steelers as well. That's hilarious. I can keep an eye out on uh, Travis Etienne, the running back. If you're a fantasy football player, he'd be great to have this upcoming season. Trayvon Walker up front to top pick out of Georgia. Uh, don't sleep on him either, Ike. So I've got the Steelers slipping up at five and two. Thursday night game, Titans at Steelers, and it's all going to come down to the same thing you're just talking about. I Can you stop the run? Can you stop King Henry and company? Got the Steelers losing two straight back-to-back, so they fall a five and three here on a shortened week on Thursday night football. Yeah, bring your big boy pads mm-hmm. when you're playing Tennessee Titans. So if you if you got an XL pad, make sure you got three X shoulder pads because that's exactly who you're going against, and they want to control the clock and control the momentum, and that's King Henry. So that's that's the task, I think. You stop King Henry, you make Tannehill run the ball, you might have action. If you don't stop King Henry and you got Tannehill having them play-action passes, it's going to be a long day. I'm curious to see, too, when the Titans will bring Malik Willis into the fold, the player that the Steelers really liked coming out of the 2022 draft, Ike. So how long you stick with Tannehill, what the plan is to bring Malik Willis along, if he is, in fact, the quarterback of the future. Very curious to see that. And it's, you know, Tannehill's been a very, very good quarterback, but can he make you a contender? I think the writing is a little bit on the wall there. So that's something else I'm keeping an eye on, but it all starts with Derrick Henry. And even when you know it's coming time and time and time again, he's able to produce if he can stay healthy and continue to produce at a high level, he's awfully tough to stop. So Ike week 10 is when I've got the Steelers getting back on track against the green Bay Packers. And there's going to be a lot of people wondering about quarterback, Jordan love the third year quarterback, finally getting his opportunity after three decades of dominance at the quarterbacking position for the Packers between Aaron Rodgers and Brett Favre. But Ike, you tell me this all the time, this Packers defense has eight first-round draft picks on it, eight. The offense has one, and it's Jordan Love. So a lot of people are going to say, well, the onus is on Jordan Love to succeed. No, my focus is how this Packers defense performs because of all the first-rounders that they have on the defensive side of the football. 
Well, if you just listen to the chir- the chirps in the offseason, Mark, all they've been talking about is the chemistry between Jordan Love and these receivers now. Um, something they didn't have when Aaron Rodgers in the offseason. Aaron Rodgers went on his retreats. He went to meditate. And Aaron Rodgers was just Aaron Rodgers and do what he needed to do in the offseason. So now they have Jordan Love in the building. You, you will see a better relationship. You will see a faster start between the offense because now Jordan Love wants to prove everybody he is valued as a first-round draft pick. But not only that, he wants to get that relationship with these new receivers as well. And that's all the chirping been about coming from Green Bay. Like, these guys really been bonded in the offseason because they've been spending a lot of time together, something they really wasn't doing when Aaron Rodgers was at helm at some point in time. Yeah, Ike, I'm going to take the Steelers to take care of business against the Packers. Uh, even if Jordan Love lights it up, I'm still wary. And at some point, the Packers have to have like even average quarterback play, Ike, because it's been 30 years between the two guys, Rodgers and Favre. Cannot wait to see it. And we're going to see what kind of coach head coach Matt LaFleur is. We're also going to see defensive side of the ball, defensive coordinator Joe Barry. You've got eight first round draft picks on that side of the football. A lot of attention is going to be put on Jordan Love. I want to see what the Packers could do on defense. I have the Steelers getting back on track and beating Green Bay. We will continue on in week 11. The Steelers hit the road and take on the Cleveland Browns. Split the season series a year ago, Ike. I don't know what what to expect from Cleveland. And I've got the Steelers winning again because I really don't know what to expect from Deshaun Watson. So I've got the Steelers beating the Brown twice in 2023. I'll leave it just like that. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Week 12 is the first time that the Steelers will take on the Cincinnati Bengals. And it'll be in Cincinnati. Ike, tough matchup, Joe Burrow and company. But I look at... Hey, how do you match up against your teams in the division? You go out and get Patrick Peterson. You draft Joey Porter Jr. at number 32 overall. You're trying to match up Jamar Chase, T. Higgins, to have someone that can counter both of those players. I I think this is going to be a coin flip. This is also one like the Ravens. I think they split the season series. I'll take the Steelers on the road. Maybe there's less pressure. And then I'll probably take the Bengals uh, when they play at Akershire Stadium. But how, how do you see this matchup between the two AFC North teams? Man, you know I love me some Joe Cool Burrow. That is the, you know, I'm high, I'm high on Joe Burrow. I'm high on his confidence. I'm high on his IQ. I'm high on how he acts so-called under pressure, as other people would say. But um, Kenny Pickett got some weapons. Dante Johnson, Kenny Pickett has the alien, George Pickens. Kenny Pickett picked up a new veteran receiver, Allen Robinson. He's going to be mm-hmm. physical. Kenny Pickett just picked up another uh, – Tight end uh, slash offensive lineman in Darnell Washington. Kenny Pickett has another tight end. His name is Pat Faramuth. Kenny Pickett has two running backs in, in Jalen and Najee Harris. So we're just going to see. So just as many weapons as people feel like the Cincinnati Bengals have, Kenny Pickett has uh, weapons is probably deeper on the other side from the Pittsburgh Steelers too, Mark. So this going to be between Kenny Pickett and Joe, uh, Joe Burrow. So I think this game will be a shootout. Of course, you picked up Keanu Neal. Um, to line up in the slot, he's like an extra linebacker. Then we pick up Joey Porter for damn no first round draft pick for the Pittsburgh Steelers, <laughs> and you acquire Pat Pete, old savvy veteran, and you know who's sitting back there uh, controlling uh, air traffic control, and that's Minka. And one thing, Minka, if it's a game he gonna ball out in, 
it's going to be the Cincinnati Bengals. So we, this should be a good one, Mark. All right, Ike, one other thing, too. The Bengals in the secondary lost both of their starting safeties. So Vaughn Bell, Jesse Bates are both gone as well. So Bates goes to the Atlanta Falcons. Vaughn Bell now a member of the Carolina Panthers. So you talk about all those Steelers weapons, Ike, and you're going to have new DBs in the Cincinnati secondary. Y'all better be on the same page back there. Ike, we'll see. I've got. I'll take the Steelers on the road. Uh, I'll. I'll have the Bengals taking care of business in Pittsburgh. I think ultimately it'll split. Tough matchup. Great, great matchups. I can't wait to see that. Week thirteen, Sunday. Uh, the Steelers host the Cardinals on December the third. Is Kyler Murray playing? You know, and another question where it's kind of hard to evaluate this, Ike, because Kyler Murray goes down at the season-ending injury. Is he back at this point? If he plays, I think he gives the Cardinals a heck of a lot better opportunity. If he doesn't, I would expect the Steelers to take care of business. If he plays, Ike, I think this might be one of those games that doesn't make any sense and the Cardinals upset the Steelers at home. I always look at it like this, Mark. Just keep Mighty Mouse in the pocket. Once mm-hmm. you get out of the pocket and you start to extend plays, it's going to be hard to stop him. So just try to contain, contain him in the pocket to have a chance to win that ball game. All right. The next Thursday night matchup the Steelers have is against the New England Patriots, Ike. And Bill Belichick and company have gotten the better of Pittsburgh uh, throughout the Hall of Fame coach's career. Uh, Bill Belichick is 16 and 12 against Pittsburgh. Uh, and then Mike Tomlin is only three and nine against the Patriots in his head coaching career. But I really don't know. Like, let me put it this way, right? If you were to ask both fan bases, I think a lot of the Steelers fans have high expectations for Kenny Pickett in year two. If you ask Patriots fans what their opinion of of Mac Jones, I don't think they're nearly as bullish. I can't believe I'm saying this. I'm going to take the uh, I'm going to take the Steelers to take care of the Patriots at home, even against the big bad mighty Bill Belichick. I'll take I'll take Pittsburgh at home here. Tom Brady ain't there no more. Mm-hmm. So we good. <laughs> yes, short, sir. short, quick and to the point. Ike, week 15, Steelers against the Colts. We don't know the exact time or date of this matchup yet. So we know it'll be in Indianapolis. Uh, the Colts draft Anthony Richardson out of Florida in the first round of the draft. So they'll have a potent running attack. Jonathan Taylor, Quentin Nelson at the guard position, as good as there is in this league. But if you can stop the one-trick pony, and that's the Colts' running game, which will be very effective this year, Ike. If you can stop that, I think you can hold them in check. And I really think that's going to be the key to this one. So I think Pittsburgh got a a, a one-up on the Colts. And the reason why I'm saying this, you have a running back in Jonathan Taylor. What you do know about the Baltimore Ravens is they're real good at RPOs. And what you do know about Coach Tomlin, the Pittsburgh still a defense, if it's one team that played them well, mm-hmm. it's the Pittsburgh still a defense and Coach Tomlin. So I'm just looking at this offense as the RPO offense with AR sitting, if he's back there playing. So Pittsburgh already got a couple of years ahead of everybody else because they played this kind of guy mm-hmm. in the division. Not saying AR is Lamar Jackson. I'm just saying that style of play. And if I'm an offensive coordinator, this is exactly how I'm going to use him, like a Lamar Jackson, until I, until I feel like he's comfortable enough on throwing the football. So in Pittsburgh defense – I think Pittsburgh have a jump start on that style of play when it comes down to that kind of offense. Ike, I wasn't sure what my pick would be, but you've convinced me. I'll take the Steelers to take care of the Colts <laughs> in week 15. And the Steelers, I've got at 10 and four at this point. 
if my math is right, I think we've got three games left here to go through. Week 16, the Steelers will play on a Saturday. So this is the day before Christmas Eve. The Steelers will host the Bengals. I said they would split. So I've got the Bengals taking care of business in Pittsburgh. Maybe I should flip that. I can say, hey, Merry Christmas, Steelers fans. But ultimately, I think the two teams will split the season series. Yeah, so this is towards the end of the season. It's cold weather right now. And this is exactly why you got Darnell Washington. And it, I'm just speaking my opinion. So it's going to be a lot of 12 personnel. What I mean by 12 is it's going to be one running back. His name is Najee Harris. He's sitting at two, 230 pounds, pounds plus. And Darnell Washington, the sixth the six offensive lineman coming off the bench, hey, get ready and put your big boy pass on. That's how I'm looking at this game towards the end of the season for the Pittsburgh Steelers. All right. So I, like I said, I would have the Steelers splitting the series against the Bengals. So I, I'll pencil in a loss here. We'll right. see, though. In week 17, the Steelers go to Seattle to take on the Seahawks, Geno Smith, Pete Carroll, and company. And their fifth uh, fifth overall pick, Devin Witherspoon, the cornerback, was the Love Seahawks' it. top draft pick here. Um, again, if the Steelers are legitimate, I think they should take care of business here. But Seattle, a very, very loud stadium. I know Seattle Stadium and Kansas City go back and forth as the loudest in the NFL. But, Ike, what's your perspective of this Week 17 matchup? This this is the battle of the running backs. My running back stable better than your running back stable. Mm. And that's that's all that's going to be. That's exactly what Pete Carroll's going back to. Two shutdown corners, a smash mouth safety who don't mind coming downhill like an extra linebacker, and a running game. And that's exactly what Geno Smith had last year and him had, having a good season. He had a running game. You got you got Jalen on the Pittsburgh still aside, and you have Najee on the Pittsburgh still aside. So I'm looking at it just like this. It's gonna be the battle of the running backs between the Pittsburgh Steelers and the Seattle Seahawks. All right. I I will take I'm gonna take the Steelers. I'll take the Steelers and let's go to week 18, final week of the year. Steelers at Ravens, the best for last. This is gonna be in Baltimore again. We don't know the time or the date for this week 18 matchup yet again. But the NFL's best rivalry last week of the season, Ike, very, very clever by the schedulers to give us a treat before the playoffs. Again, I've got the Steelers splitting the season series with the Ravens. Yeah. I mean, Lamar got his money, and he's ready to play football, and he's ready to get back to playoff football. Mm -hmm. Kenny Pickett will have enough experience throughout the course of his sophomore season to try to get and see and feel how a playoff looks. So this going to be a game, and this going to be the telltale of playoff contentions between the Pittsburgh Steelers, the Baltimore Ravens, and the Cincinnati Bengals. All right, Ike, let me pull up the schedule again for everyone to see, for all of our listeners and viewers, so they can take a look. So let us know how you think that we did week by week. And Ike, I'm not one to wish my life away, but get me to September 10th ASAP Akersher Stadium because this is going to be an awesome 2023 season for the Pittsburgh Steelers and the NFL. I'm going to talk to God, see if he can keep us busy enough where time flies <laughs> and we'll get to September the 10th as fast as possible. Ike, you're the absolute best. I want to thank you, the Believe Network. 
Uh, today's show sponsor, betonline.ag. Ike, we've got a lot of guests lined up for the offseason starting next week. We'll have one uh, as well. So I want to encourage our listeners and viewers to keep it here on the Believe in Steelers show. And thank, thank you to them for taking the time for us week in and week out, Ike. Man, I want to thank everybody for tuning in. I want to thank Martin, co-host. Uh, I want to thank uh, betonline.ag for sponsoring our show. Uh, make sure y'all give, a, give us a five-star rating. Uh, we appreciate everybody just tuning in. God bless and peace. All right. For Ike Taylor, I'm Mark Bergen. Thanks for watching the Believe in Steelers show. We'll see you next week. Until then, take care. So long, everybody. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.